Hey, it's Sarah Arnold Hall, and you're listening to How to Take Action. I want you to imagine being extremely focused. What comes to mind when you think about that version of you who is completely focused? Do you think about having no distractions? Or maybe really hard concentration? Just complete absorption in the task that you're doing, where you're in a flow state and time just flies by and you don't really know what happened to it. Most people, when they talk about focus, they're talking about paying attention. And those examples that I just gave you are all about your attention and how much of it you're paying to a specific task. But I want you to consider that focus is as much about what you're focusing on as it is about how long or deep you can keep your attention on something. So to grow your business, you not only need to increase your attention, but you need to refine where you're putting that attention. So today, that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about both where to put your focus and then how to focus deeply on that thing. I've got six strategies for intense focus. I'm going to give you the first two all about where you're going to focus and the next four on how to increase focus on those activities. But before I do, why should you listen to me? I am a spectacularly focused person. I don't just get things done. I get the needle moving activities done. I focus on what actually matters and I am focused on those activities. If you want some evidence, I've written literally thousands of blog posts and social media posts. I've created hundreds of videos. I've built a multiple six-figure coaching practice. I've coached hundreds of CEOs and entrepreneurs on executing their business goals. And I've also coached so many people with ADHD, which by the way, if you've got ADHD, you're going to do amazingly with these techniques. I see this in action every single day. I live and breathe focus. And I'm actually kind of amazed that I've made it to 95 episodes deep into this podcast without dedicating a whole episode just to focus. But here we are. Okay, so here are the six strategies for intense focus. Let's go. Number one, the focus sequence. Where are you putting your energy and your time right now? Do you have six million projects that you're working on all at once? If that's you, you are not focused. It doesn't matter how much focus you are putting into those activities because your overall focus is totally scattered. And I totally understand that it can be so hard to give things up, especially if you are multi-passionate. You're like, I've got all these projects and I don't want to stop doing them. I want to do all of them at once. I was actually just coaching a client on this the other day. Like He was like, I really really want to start this other side business that's going to be passive income long term for me. But right now I just feel like I'm stuck doing my active income business. And so what I told him to do and what I'm telling you to do now is create a focus sequence. What that means is first I'm going to work on this until I get to a certain level. Then I'm going to take on the next project. 
So you're not saying no to any of the projects you want to take on, but you are extremely deliberate and conscious about the order in which you're doing them in. You have a sequence to where you're going to put your focus. And I actually wrote this sequence out with my client the other day. We wrote out the stages, the sequences that he wanted to be in. So the first one being his business right now and getting it to a certain level. And we found out specifically what that level is for him, at which point he's going to start switching his focus to this other business that he wants to start. But until he's reached that level, there's no point even thinking about the other aspects and all of the other projects he wants to do, because as he discovered, it's just distracting him from making any progress. His energy is going in all the different directions and it's not going towards one thing. He could streamline and go so fast if he just picks one. And so that's what he's decided to do. A focus sequence is where you take one activity, one project at a time, and then you add and you add and you add, but only once you have reached a point where it actually makes sense to do it. So when I'm doing this, when I'm thinking about all the projects, I know I've got an idea in my head. I have a goal this year, later this year, to take on video. I want to do video as a project. But I know right now there's no way I can take on video and do it well and do it to the degree that I want without it stealing my attention and stealing my focus away from the goals and the projects that I have right now because I'm about to open the doors to my new program and I'm extremely excited about it. And I know if I create video, my brain is gonna be split. I'm gonna have a totally different focus. So I have created a sequence. I have got an exact timeline literally written out of when I'm going to start doing video. Now, if you're someone who has a lot of projects, this might feel like cutting off an arm or a leg. I get it. It's not natural for those of us who are multi-passionate to just do one thing at a time, but I promise you, you can still be multi-passionate in a sequence. If you're having trouble with this, you can use a trick that I use. Once you've written out the sequence and the order on a timeline or on a project baseline of like at what point in the project or what point you're going to reach before you go to the next one, once you've written that out, actually physically cover it up. I used to do this with sticky notes. I would black out or like put up a little sticky note on top of my goals that I was not working on right now. I knew they were under there. It's like the sun goes down every day, but you know it's still there. You're not worried that the sun's not going to come up. It'll come up, but not right now. Right now it's nighttime and your focus is something else. So if you need to get a sticky note or you need to hide things, I, I've done this before in folders on my computer too, hiding on my computer, like in little, a bunch of folders and folders and folders. So I will not see it out of sight, out of mind. I'm working on this project, but I trust myself to come back to that future project and I'm going to get there so much faster. So that is number one. You have got to create a focus sequence. The second strategy for intense focus is I want you to think about the project that you are taking on right now, the goal that you have now, not all of the others, but the one you have now, where are you doing unnecessary work? It is so important to think about the unnecessary work because social media isn't the only thing that's distracting in this world. 
Doing unnecessary work is one of the biggest culprits that I see with the high performers that I coach because it feels like productivity. It feels like you're moving forward. But nothing is more wasteful than doing a task that doesn't need to be done at all. I guarantee you right now, you are doing some of those. Even I know I'm sure there's some sneaky ones I haven't caught yet that I think are important, but actually are not. I'll give you an example. I noticed that I had been manually adding people to an email list because I hadn't thought to check whether there was an automated way to do it. There was a specific thing I was trying to do and I thought it couldn't be done, but it actually could be done within my email kind of provider. If I had taken a step back to consider where am I doing unnecessary work, I would have noticed that. I would have thought, hey, maybe this can be done another way. A quick Google search, and I would have saved myself a lot of time. Where are you doing unnecessary work? You've got to cut it out. There's so many ways. Another one that I used to have in the beginning is I used to send proposals to my clients. So they would come on a private consultation with me and I would tell them all about it. And then they'd say, can you just send me the details? And I'd be like, yeah, no worries. I can just send you the details in an email. And I would spend another hour writing up a really persuasive email with a proposal of what I thought they should do. Like, I didn't need to do that step. That step's just like, why? I never let my clients send proposals. I mean, you do not need to do it. If you have a business model like mine, you don't need to do it. You can simply just have the call and tell them on the call and then they can decide. And you know, clients would still say to me, well, can can I just get that in writing? And I'd say, you can write it down now. Like any questions, you, I'm happy to say it again. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not writing anything else because it just becomes another task that's totally unnecessary and doesn't move the needle. So where are you doing unnecessary work? Ask yourself that right now. Look across your whole business and ask yourself, because it's so important that we nail those first two things down. Having the focus sequence, knowing which projects you are working on now and which ones you're going to do later, and then where you're doing unnecessary work within the project you're doing now. Okay, that is section one about where to focus. Now, the next four strategies I'm going to give you are all about how to focus, how to get your attention deeper onto the things that matter. All right, so number three is distraction. Let's consider the actual word, distraction. It is made up of two parts, dis and traction. Distraction. You're either making traction or you're not. So anything that isn't progress, anything that isn't traction, is distraction. It puts it in a whole other perspective, right? Anything that isn't actually moving you forward is you being distracted, is you not actually focusing. So even if it's an activity that just feels like, you know, it's important because you've got to do it, like let's say taxes, if it's not actually moving you forward, it's a distraction. How can you minimize it? How can you get rid of it if possible? So I outsource my taxes 100%. I don't do any of it. I have a great system here and my accountant does all of it. And I don't even think I have to pay them. I think that part is automatic too. My clients pay them and then they take their cut and then they pay me. Yeah, it's it's automatic. And it is a dream. Now, not everybody is going to be able to get rid of doing their taxes. I understand that. But the point is, how can you minimize it? How can you reduce anything that is not creating direct 
traction that is not forming a result in your business, the more you can do that, the better. And now, even though I've gone on about distraction, I've got a little twist for you. There's no such thing as distraction. There is only attraction. Think about it, right? You're not distracted by something. You're attracted to it. When your phone dings, your attention goes to the phone. You're being attracted to the phone. You're not being distracted from the computer. It's not your task's fault. It's the ding of the phone that's making you attracted. But, twist number two, (laughs) the attraction actually isn't coming from the phone. It's not coming from outside of you. It's coming from your thoughts. It's your brain thinking, oh, what was that? Was that important? Was that a ding? Does someone need me? Oh, a shiny thing. Somebody's text me. A notification. Wait, am I hungry? It's your brain. The thing is not attracting you. Your brain is attracting you to it. Without a brain, without thoughts, you wouldn't be attracted to it at all, right? If I didn't have a brain and I'm sitting here and I see my phone or I don't have thoughts, nothing's going to happen. I'm not going to be attracted to it. So it's not the phone's fault, and actually it's not your fault either, that's just the way you're wired, we are all wired to be this way. And even though the people in these social media companies are working really, really hard to get our attention, there's no point dwelling on what we cannot control. You cannot control those social media companies, but you can control your own brain. So there's two ways to solve this. You can either get rid of what your brain is being attracted to, right? You can put your phone in another room. That totally works. It makes sense. Or you can refocus your thinking so that no matter what comes up, you stay focused. So one of my favorite examples is even when I see a ding on my phone and I notice my brain going to the phone and I look at it and I can watch it considering checking it, I tell myself, I'm back. And those two words, I'm back, are enough to remind me I know what I want to focus on and it's this thing in front of me and it is not the ding on my phone. So you can use either of those techniques to combat the attraction that your phone or other things in your environment are giving you. You can remove them, set boundaries with your friends and family. You can create a distraction-free space, or should I say an attraction-free space, And or you can choose the thoughts you want to think. They both work, but I find it helpful to use a combination of both. All right, number four is deep focus. Having focused thoughts expands beyond simply not getting attracted to something else. It expands beyond telling yourself, like, I'm back, when you do get attracted to something else. Deep focus comes from Not just doing something, but doing something with intense attention. And this is really what we think about when we're imagining focus. When I ask you to imagine being extremely focused, you were probably thinking about having that intense attention. The way you can have that intense attention is by choosing deliberately and consciously what you're going to think. So a thought that I find extremely helpful, it's one of my favorite thoughts in the whole world, is I know exactly what to do. That thought has got me into deep 
focus so many times because it's really easy to get distracted when you're having the opposite thought, I don't know what to do, or I have no idea where to begin. That kind of thought drives me straight to the internet, straight to researching, straight to trying to figure it out. But when I tell myself I know exactly what to do, I'm able to take the first action, whatever it is that I know I can begin with. I'm focused straight away because I'm choosing to tell myself I know exactly what to do. The thoughts that you choose to think are what create deep focus. It's not about having the perfect, beautiful setup on your computer on Notion or your beautiful calendar. When it comes to actually focusing, it is about what you are thinking. And the reason this is true is because deep focus is not just an action that happens, it's actually an emotion. Focused is a feeling that you can tap into whenever you want. And when you're feeling focused, it's extremely easy to do focused things and to be focused, to act focused. So what thought for you creates the feeling of focus? For me, I know exactly what to do creates extreme focus. I think of it like throwing a dart at a wall, just like bullseye, boom. I know exactly what to do. But there may be a whole bunch of other thoughts that arise for you. What creates a feeling of focus? I've got this. There is nothing else I need to do except be exactly here right now. There's nowhere to be, nowhere to go, except do exactly what is in front of me. Find a thought that works for you that generates the emotion of focus and think that thought until the cows come home. All right, number five, decisions. The faster you can make decisions, the more focus you will have. I encourage all of my clients to make immediate, instant decisions on everything. And then if they want to change their mind, they can change their mind. That's fine. They can change it later. They can change the course of action. But I always want my clients to have a decision, even if they think that it's the wrong one. They're still deciding on that until they change their decision to something else. Learn to always have a decision. Never be decisionless. Never be in limbo. Just be like, the decision is this. (laughs) It's this thing. I've just decided it's going to be that. The example I always like to give is if you're at a restaurant and you get handed a menu, you just pick the first thing you see on the menu. You go, that's what I'm having. Then you look at the rest of the options and you compare them to see if you want to change your decision. But anytime, if the waiter comes over, you have a decision. You're never without a decision. You can always move forward. You can always keep taking action and keep being focused. Now, some people are going to say, hey, well, then you're making quick, you know, rash decisions and you might not make a good one. That would be true if you hadn't thought about where to put your attention and focus in the first place. It's like, yeah, you're probably going to make a decision you don't like about what to eat if you don't go to the right restaurant. Like, I'm vegan, so if we're going to a vegan restaurant, I'm going to have a much higher chance of picking something off the menu that I want to eat than if I just go to some random restaurant. But that's because I have focused already in on the things that matter, which to me in that moment is I want to be at a restaurant with food I can actually eat. Then picking any decision from that menu, nothing's going to be that bad. I'm going to be able to eat it. It's probably going to be good. My chances are so much higher and I don't have to stress about my decisions. I can make one and move forward. And if I want to change it, I can say, hey, wait, I actually changed my mind. 
It's the same in business. If you are choosing between everything because you've not put your focus into anything, because you've not made a decision about what is unnecessary, what doesn't need to be done, what you're going to work on later in the sequence, and so you're taking on everything, then yeah, you're probably going to make some decisions that you don't like. But you can make quick, fast, instant decisions when you have decided exactly where your focus is going to go. Because your field of focus, which tasks you're actually doing, are so narrow already, there's really not that much distinction between the decisions. And whatever you choose will move you forward. Okay, that's number five. Number six, and the final strategy for intense focus. And that is simplifying. So much of the challenge with focus is doing something hard. Think about it. It's so easy to focus on a movie because it's basically effortless. You don't have to really work to focus on a movie. It draws you in. There's not much else you need to do. You just sit there, consume it. But focusing on something that takes actual brain power is much harder because your brain has to do some work. So the more you can simplify a task, the easier it is to have that intense focus. I think I'm at least three times as focused as other business owners because of this one question that I ask myself constantly. This is in my brain all the time. Are you ready for it? How can I make this easier and simpler? That might sound like a really basic question, but it will change the way that you operate. The power of this question is unreal. When you ask yourself, how can I make this easier and simpler? You revolutionize the way you can focus. So one example that happened recently is I was recording videos for my new program. And normally when I record videos, I just go for it. I just say whatever. And then I make the cuts later. So I don't really worry too much if I mess up. But I knew we were about to record for about eight hours. And if I had to edit eight hours worth of content, that was going to take a long, long time. Even if I outsourced it, it's going to cost me a lot of time and money to do that. And I asked myself, okay, I don't want to face this challenge. How can I make this easier and simpler? And I decided I'm going to do every single one of these videos in one take. Now, it took me multiple attempts to get it in one take, but I was so focused on getting it in one take. I was like, I'm going to make sure that from start to finish of each of the videos, there requires no cuts. So I created, I think there's about 20 videos, start to finish, no cuts. And that might sound totally fine to some of you, but for my brain, that was new. I was not used to doing it that way. I usually do a few edits. What this does is it cuts down the number of tasks you have to do and it eliminates unnecessary work from the tasks themselves. How can you make this easier and simpler? And now sometimes we think about easy and simple as a cop out. We think it's like a bad way to do things, like you're cutting corners. But I believe it's actually wasteful to do things the hard way. There's no inherent value to doing things the hard way. There's no point trying to put yourself through something the hard way when you could focus and make it easy for yourself in the moment to just do it. Those are the six strategies for intense focus. Create a focus sequence. 
eliminate unnecessary work. Get rid of what your brain is attracted to and refocus your thinking on what you want to be attracted to. Find the thoughts that make you feel focused, make quick decisions, and simplify. If you found this helpful, you have got to come and get coached by me. You're going to have my brain on your specific business challenges. I'm going to coach you on how to focus on the needle moving activities that matter and get them done with ease. Head to my website, saraharnoldhall.com to hear all the details about coaching with me. And I hope you have the most intensely focused week. I'll talk to you next time. Hey, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have got to come and get coached by me. I'm going to help you create a streamlined action plan for your business goals that's guaranteed to work. And then I'm going to help you manage your time and your mind so you can follow through with ease. Together, we're going to track your progress and tackle every obstacle that comes up so you can hit your most ambitious goals 10 times faster. Go to saraharnoldhall.com to sign up now.